I'm a pulmonologist with an interest in infection, which as you can all gather now is quite an unfortunate um, mix of current global focus at the moment. Um, so my interests have been around developing imaging tools, but also healthcare technology. And over the last four or five years, um, been really working towards trying to think about a holistic view of trying to push healthcare technology, specifically on the Bywater site. And we set up something called the Healthcare Technology Accelerator Facility, which really brought together multiple universities from across the UK, but focusing down on the Bywater site in terms of the translational pathway of how we could take tools, technology, and concepts forward with, as we've heard described, a really strong anchor partnership of NHS Lothian and the University of Edinburgh sitting juxtaposition right next to each other. So when I started trying to do this, um, I have to give you some honest appraisal of where we are and we were. The concept of translation or commercial translation sometimes felt like we were walking along a pier and falling off into a big sea or not knowing where to go and waiting for someone to pick you up. In the recent past, that idea of translating both commercially um, and academically has required jumping bridges, which required a lot of gold bullion and time, which again is extremely difficult to navigate. But it's pretty clear where we want to go, which is we want to be fighter pilots. We want to be lean, mean, focused and go as fast as possible. And I think that, that vision is what Bywater can enable. So from my perspective, as, a, as an interventional pulmonologist or interventionist, um, it seemed pretty straightforward. What if we brought people together? What if we brought people, technologists, engineers, physicists, mathematicians, people together? What if we began at the bottom about a cultural change? We need to speak to those languages. We absolutely need to fight disease and not each other. We do too much fighting, generally. Um, and we need to think about global health priorities. And if we fuse innovation at a clinical side, and that's really what we've been doing on the Bycourter since it opened. This is an old picture uh, um, but with lots of purple dots, but specifically the building I work in is one building that's been there from the beginning, which Anna described called the Queen's Medical Research Institute. And that building came up with a vision to help translate innovations into patients. And the QMRI um, has been an inspirational place for myself and people that I work with because it had, it's had a joined up vision Joined division is it's not just for research, it's about actually making tools, and here we're making fibres and chemicals. It's about testing them in one place. It's about building quality management systems to make pharmaceuticals, and then to take them back into patients. And that happens in one building, 100 metres away from the hospital. And that is absolutely pivotal to how we need to move fast. So what do we need? We need healthcare technology from the bottom up, um, and we need it to happen alongside the clinical interface. So this concept of bedside to bench and the other way, bench to bedside innovation. And I'm particularly passionate about bottom up innovation and thinking about the pathways. So we've been working towards fusing clinicians funded by one of the research councils in the UK called the MRC with lots of fundamental engineers, physical scientists funded by another part of the UK government called the EPSRC and thinking about how we coordinate these activities. And these, we need to do things that we wouldn't normally do as clinicians or academics. We need to think about the economics, we think about the IP, the way we segment the market, the way we project manage, and fundamentally how we take that early stage technology and 
segue it through into clinical use and then mentor these groups and young people forward. So doing that, we've been working on lots of different projects. Um, and just a broad feeling on, on the BioQuarter site, there's virtually every clinical speciality and they're expanding as well. So it offers cross-pollination. So working with cardiologists like Nick or rheumatologists or pediatricians or oncologists allows me as a respiratory physician to think quite broadly with tools and tech that I make for my disease and think very broadly across the piece. But fundamentally, what's been really important is about culturally imprinting. It's vital that we think about products from the beginning, um, that we build entrepreneurial networks. And I think one of the things that BioQuarter is letting us do is actually develop confidence of confidence to fail fast. That's really important. We need test beds to do this and really the comfort zone and training that we can offer. So moving forwards, there's lots of buildings going up, which is absolutely fantastic. And this is another cartoon, another building that's going up currently. And it's called the IRR, the Institute for Repair and Generation. And the, the great thing about this and other buildings is they're being made to be multifunctional with spaces for multiple scientific disciplines to come in and mould together. So our push is really about scientific excellence, clinical needs, and now commercialisation power that can come in with multiple partners. So the next is a cartoon that one of my PhD students did, and it was around um, a light bulb. So we all have ideas. We walk around. Oh, I could do that. I've just seen a patient. But the reality is if we start fusing disciplines from the engineers and mathematicians, the biologists, you know, physics, data science and chemists, we can actually make things real. And, you know, this is a really cheesy slide. I don't want to get too cheesy, but we are fighting disease. It's about teamwork. And the last six, seven years, we've been on this sort of fantastic voyage um, of trying to do something very, very different. I'm going to give you a snapshot of that. So what we decided about seven years ago is we actually don't understand what's happening in people's lungs. So I'm going to go back to my core speciality now. Um, what we decided to start making were microscopes that could pass deep inside lungs to try and make the invisible visible. And to do that, we actually had to bring fibre technology in to make tiny fibres. And these are pictures on the left of how we make fibres um, with partners in the University of Bath. We bring them to Bicorter. We actually make products that we package. And the idea is then we're going to actually go deep inside people's lungs and actually spray um, chemicals to understand what's happening. Now, we were doing this before COVID started. Um, and I'll talk to you about what we've had to do since COVID started. Um, because back then, we were trying to understand what happens when lungs start to fail. Um, and we developed the capability on the BioQuarter site for technology capability. We were making photonic fibres. We started to integrate detectors. We were making chemicals called smart probes, systems, and then we were translating back in the intensive care. What that allowed us to do was actually develop global translational capability. The top is not an underground map. That's actually a map of how, what it takes to take a product through. But we've navigated that. So we can make devices, one on the bottom. On the top right is a picture of a pharmaceutical suite that allows us to take small-scale pharmaceuticals into patients and then small interventional tools such as fibres at the bottom. So what we've really focused on is for patients and society, you know, we have to be entrepreneurial, we have to commercialise, we have to build new enterprises and we have to move forward fast. So I'm going to give you the last two minutes of what happened obviously in February or March when when things changed, bookended. Um, 
And so building on that, we started a program called Stop COVID. So we work in the Center for Inflammation Research and our focus for the last 30 years has been on trying to understand why lung inflammation becomes aberrant. And clearly when this happened, we were pivoting as fast as possible to try and repurpose drugs that could actually help the lungs. And we brought in both industrial, commercial and grant funding as fast as possible to start a program called Stop COVID. The focus of which was to bring together all of our expertise on the Biquarter site as fast as possible to try and pivot. We pivoted, um, Bill bringing in the healthcare technology accelerator facility, the engineering and optics, um, drug developers for the Center of Information Research, regulatory and clinical re um, networks. We wanted to pivot our entire research portfolio, which we did. So all the fibers, imaging technology we were working, all the chemical sensors, the fundamental biology, all of our drug trials and uh, clinical studies have been repivoted to COVID. And we've switched 150 people onto, onto COVID-19 research within our group on the Biocorter site. And what we've been trying to do is actually accelerate in the development of drug delivery and imaging, knowing that we need to find new drugs. So what we've done in the last four or five months on the Biocorter site is we've launched a, a program of sampling and post-mortem. We've started from a standing start. We've set up an experimental medicine program called Define. We've developed a community experimental medicine program in primary care, that's in, in patients who are before hospital. We've, we've formed this a CTA and REC, that means we've got the authorizations with three drugs in less than eight weeks. We've brought together a chemistry and engineering team. We've created an industry academia cluster with over 100 new links and con uh, contracts now being developed to take assets forward. And we've started innovation partnerships with over 190 small and medium enterprises really focusing on some of the core challenges. We've kicked off a pan-UK effort for UVC lamps to try and disinfect environments. And most importantly now, we've also started partner with India. So that gives you an idea of how the bi-quarter can mobilize. And just the last slide is really, again, not trying to bring this back to what we're facing, but we're fighting COVID-19, not each other, and the bi-quarter is letting us move as fast as possible.